What a time hanging out my ass and talking to you on Zoom. Get a real job! Get a real job! Get a real job! Hello! Hello! Welcome to episode five. I think so, yeah. Can you believe it? Five already. Of Get a Real Job! Get a real job. Or don't, if you Get are a real us. job. Yeah. No real jobs here. Thank you. Thank you. Not welcome. I don't. I don't want a real job. Absolutely. How are, How you? are you? Oh, stop it. Um. How weird. Oh. And sister, I'm... sister. Never know how much I want to. Watch you. That was fucking great, Judy. Um. I'm fine. Good. What day is it? Thursday. Thursday. Um. It's been ages since we recorded a podcast. We left this one quite late. Yeah, I know. I feel like we we got them all together really quickly, didn't we? And then we were like, oh, we can have like a, a few days off. Plus, we've spent the past two weekends together. Yeah, so me and Kel did another Spice Girl gig at the weekend. But when I say we literally drove, well, I drove seven hours there oh. to do a 45-minute gig to then drive seven hours back. Oh. Kelly fucking lucked out. Cause, so I was kind of in charge the weekend just because I've worked for the company since I came out the womb. And um, literally, I think I only work with them because I'm a redhead and they don't have to pay for a wig to do like Jerry. They're just ah, it's <laughs> great. Um, but so I, I made a little WhatsApp group to be like, hey, guns, like, blah, blah, blah. these are our leaving times. Because obviously we've got to go all the way to Nuki. So we need to leave at like 9 a.m. And then Kelly texted me and she was like, so, um... Your route goes past my house. And I literally, I was sat with Aiden. I was like, no, it doesn't, you cheeky bitch. Like, fuck off. And then I looked. <laughs> and she said, like, patronizingly, Kelly sent me, like, a map. And she was like, this is your route. And you see that blue dot? That's my house. And I was like, oh, my God, I fucking do. Um, and then I was like, well, I'm not picking you up from your flat because that's just rude. I was like, you can walk to the end of the road. I'll pick you up from the roundabout. And then... It fucking pissed down with rain. And because I'm such a lovely sister, I was like, buzz me in. I'll come through. We'll get you from the door. I know. I know. But I was ready. I was ready to do the little like walk just up the road. Oh, oh, the little walk. Oh, oh, it's okay. It's not like I left the house at 8am. <laughs> Literally, Kelly's call time was 11.30. Yeah, I went to the gym in the morning and everything. <laughs> like, bless, one of the girls had like driven from Ipswich to mine. And she got to mine at like half eight, I think. And then we drove to pick the girls up in London and then to Kelly's. I was like, right. Well. I don't know how she did that. Like that. I mean, no. But that drive for me and I had the shortest one out of all of you. And I was just thinking, this is hell. It was hell. Horrific. Sitting in the back of the car, squished up. My ass was numb. Oh my god, it was just mad. But the gig itself was really good fun. Oh my god, the gig was great. Apart from I got chased around the club. Yeah, you did. It's ridiculous. But it's just because they thought you were the actual Jerry. And I got to laugh as well because I, I actually felt really old. I don't know if I told you this. I think I did. Um, we were on stage and I was posh vice. And um, you'd gone into the audience. And there was this group of girls at the front. And they were really having a great time. And this one girl looked at me and she was like, Jerry! So I looked at her and I and, and I went, I went, what about Posh? And she looked at me, she went, Well, what one are you then? <laughs> How do you not know? How they can clearly, you not distinguish? They don't know who the Spice Girls are. This is because Kel, I hate to tell you, but that generation of people in the nightclub 
were like at least 10 years younger than us. They know Spice Girls from recently coming out and doing the world tour. They oh. don't know them from the 1995 video on the King's Cross stairs. That, it's just a different generation, mate. We're old. But that really shocked me. I think I stood there and forgot to sing yet again for like another <laughs> track because I just thought, oh my God, these people have no idea. I was like, I'm posh. I'm posh. I'm the only one with a little bob. That's it. And a black dress. It's ridiculous. I know. So I mean, crazy. we do need to talk about my T-Rex arm. <laughs> like the impulse ad. Do you want the impulse oh, ad? Literally just one arm. <laughs> I basically, a few days before the gig, I went to the gym. Because, you know, hashtag gains. I don't know. What was, what was it? Fit fam? Fit, is that a hash, thing? Hashtag fit fam. Yeah, fit fam. Hashtag had a Domino's the night before and felt guilty. Um, <laughs> so went to the gym with Aiden because we're trying to support each other in this journey. And yeah. um, I was like, oh, something really hurts, like, in my shoulder. And I was like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's fine. Like, it's probably just, you know, <laughs> muscle soreness. Um, <laughs> Doms. Doms. <laughs> And then in the middle of the night, I woke up and I was in agony and I was like, I couldn't lay on it. I was like, oh my God, what have I done? And um, genuinely for the next three days, couldn't even like putting a bra on was so painful. And I was like, this is killing me. Don't know what I've done. I um, supported Noel Gallagher on Friday. And, um, oh, a Gallagher brother. Oh my God. One half of Oasis. One half of Oasis. Oh my goodness. Um, and literally I got on stage and I was like, pumped my whole band were there I was like this is sick and then I tried to put my arm in the air and was like oh oh, <laughs> oh there's genuinely no. there's a video of me going oh um and I was like okay <laughs> well I don't really have to do much dancing when it's my own music I can just kind of like be a tit and run around yeah um so did that and it was fine and then we drove to Nuki and I was like I don't know how I'm gonna do because the choreo is quite a lot and it's quite army yeah like there's a lot of it's all the 90 it's like we do the original choreography with like a little bit of a twist. And like, there's one bit, it's like all cannons with the arms. And like, one of the girls just looked at me and went, do you want to cut that bit? And I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't lift my <laughs> arm up. Yeah. And then like, we, were do doing, we were doing the claps, they're meant to be above your head. And I was like, um, I can't get up. <laughs> I was like, ah! um, so yeah, that was really fun. That was really fun. But um, yeah. if anyone actually cares about my poor shoulder, I actually went to the physio. If anyone, if... Uh... If anyone does care, speak now. Forever hold your peace. No one. No one. (laughs) No. (laughs) Went to physio and he was like playing with my neck and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, what have I done? Have I hurt my neck? And he was like, well, basically the two vertebrae of your neck have kind of just like gone really stiff because they've just been overused. And I was like, oh. And then he basically told me this is very common with people with low self-esteem. Oh, because like, obviously you, you kind of hunch and you bring your neck down because you're trying to make yourself really small. And I left and I was like, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> so he's called you, it's called you Quasimodo, basically. Literally. Quasimodo. Quasimodo yeah. with absolutely no self-confidence. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I do. I do do that quite a lot. So yeah, that was a really fun gig. Yeah, I ate my weight in just like pizza and chips and chocolate yeah. on the Sunday when we got home. That's what yeah. I did. I'm pretty sure that I had it stuck to like my cheeks and probably my earlobes by the next morning because I was just like I mean yeah we ordered a Papa John's to be fair and it was banging but but portion control we ordered a large instead of an extra large each no got a large Uh, and then got three sides but one large like that's so good for us well done like I love pizza pizza is like 
Pizza's life. Pizza Pizza is is life. life. So I have a bit of a surprise for you. Oh, I'm excited. What? So... Is it Crocs? Did you buy me more Crocs? No, 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 no. I received something today and this week. And I have been keeping it from you until we film this podcast. I'm going to show you. I have to show you. Now, this is the reason I'm wearing a dressing gown right now. I'm going to stand up so you can see what I got sent. Can you see this? It's me. Oh, my God. That's the podcast. Can we please just appreciate this T-shirt? What the fuck? It's me. She's even got a K necklace like I wear. What the hell? Look at this. Where'd you get that from? So... There's a lady called Danny Butler, and she started following me on Instagram. And what she does, Googling. she designs um, by hand anything you want, and then she'll have it printed on a t-shirt. And Stop. she sent me this. I will make sure that we have a picture of this posted. And if you want to get Danny to make you any of these t-shirts or like your I own want design, one. Why have I not got one? She can do anything. So I'm not being funny. No. Name. No. This podcast <laughs> is two people. Danny, if you're listening, where's mine? What the but fuck? I will put her details in this post so that if you would like it. This is so amazing. Though. Look, she designed so this cool. whole thing. She, she drew it from scratch. That is me. What's Look her name? Why can't I find her? What's her name? Danny. Danny Butler. She's on my Instagram, but I will tag her. Um, oh. I think she's got a business um, Instagram as well. So I'll make sure that we get that and we put that in there. Um, but thank you, Danny. Massive big up to you because it made my day when I got this t-shirt. But I have been holding this from you. She got it to me at the beginning of the week and I was like, oh my oh. God, it's amazing. And also this week, should we talk about the other the other thing that I have signed up to do? Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Go on then. We did talk about it right. last week, to be fair. We spoke about this on the podcast last week when I was talking about, you know, we can't, sometimes we have to flush our own shit in life, right? Yes. And uh, I decided to do it. I have signed up and I am doing a life coach course. I've got my good friend Matt, my good friend Matt from the Success School. He is going to mentor me through this as well. So big up to Matt. Uh, And yeah, I'm going to do some life coaching. So guys, if you want to learn how to flush your own shit in life, I'm going to be your girl. I'm very (laughs) intrigued by where this is going to go. I know, me too, me too. If anything, it's like actually cheap therapy because it's a seven-day intensive. A lot of people say that, don't they? Which is why a lot of people do it. So that's kind of been my only news this week. Um, I I haven't had any self-tapes. Shocker. Neither have I. Shock horror. No. No self-tapes at all. Just not on the topic of getting a real job, but kind of. So, two weeks ago... Um, when I did Ready Pop, this this event happened, and I keep thinking back and laughing about it. And we rip mums so much in regular life and on here. And Dad gets away quite lightly, right? Yeah. I witnessed a Trevism. Shut up. What happened? So, <laughs> so did Ready Pop, and then um, Dad and Aiden were helping me and my band like take all the stuff over to the car park. 
because when you play in a festival, there is literally nowhere to fucking park. It's very annoying. Anyway. Not even for the artists. Not even for the artists. Um, so literally went over and we were like loading stuff into the van and we were waiting for Dan, my drummer, to come back. And dad just goes off and starts looking at license plates, right? What? And Martin, <laughs> my bassist, was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I work with license plates. And like, honestly, you guys don't ask. We we are, we have genuinely no idea what dad's company does. Like, yeah. Sometimes it prints stuff. Who knows? Um, it makes a lot of tea. That's all I know. Um, anyway, so yeah. Dad's he like, rings a bell. Actually, he rings a bell for he tea. He rings a bell. He has a bell <laughs> on his desk. I've witnessed this when I've gone in to see him, and he rings the bell, and then someone from the office will get up and make him a cup of tea. I mean, didn't he got that for like a secret Santa present, doesn't he? But he uses it seriously. <laughs> Bless him. Like to kind of sum up our dad, sum our dad up. He, he hates cheese so much that like he tells everyone he's definitely allergic he's not but he just hates Mm -mm. cheese um however he buys all of his employees pizza on fridays even though he can't stand it and he genuinely he'll probably i can imagine while they're eating the pizza him telling them about how much it smells like vomit but anyway um that sums up trev and he'll probably done it with a tap dance because again trev's trademark move um yeah Anyway, so he's like checking all his license plates. And I said to Martin, I was like, oh, he works in license plates. And dad goes, yeah. And if you see like three letters specifically at the end of the license plate, it means it came from our shop. And I was like, okay. Dad literally, <laughs> in his really busy car park, just on his little loan, going past all these cars. Oh, no. <laughs> About five minutes later, I look over and he's just stood there and he goes, found one. And we were like, no. Why? And he's this, he's just sat there by this car. And he's like, look, 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 this is from us. And I was like, right, cool. Martin goes, that's, insert this particular car model that has its own cameras and surveillance system. So basically, <laughs> someone at Ready Pop will have got a notification on their phone of a video of this man in the pissing down rain, <laughs> in a cap and shorts, staring... And then taking a selfie with his license plate. <laughs> no, he didn't take a selfie. And then he just no, he, didn't. he trotted back. And he was like, "Oh, someone," <laughs> and just carried on. Oh my god! And people question some of the things me and you do, right? We had no chance. We were given no chance in life with the parents that we have because they are off their heads. Honestly. There is something not quite right about Debs and Trev and they have given it to us I was literally I I was wetting myself and I was just like this is why are you so interested bless him so I had to tell you about the Trevism because I've not really had any Debsisms how's your dating life anything new nothing I feel like I'm just in a place where I've kind of given up I I do genuinely feel like you say this all the time and like you're actually still scrolling on Bumble or Hinge. Hinge I'm is the new like, one, isn't it? Everyone's on Hinge. Yeah, but I'm I'm genuinely not. I literally can't be asked. I go to work, I come home, I eat, and I watch crap on TV. At the moment, I've gone back to... Do you remember The Biggest Loser that I used to love? Oh, my God. Found yeah. that on, on um, Amazon. So started watching that again, the Australian one, because they don't give a shit. <laughs> they are horrible to each other. Love that. So why? Why did you watch they... that? 
Why? It just makes me laugh. And actually, I sit there and I watch The Biggest Loser while I tuck into a load of cookies. And let's talk about The Biggest Loser. If no one knows what this is, it's basically a bunch of very unhealthily obese people. Yeah. And they go onto this show and they are trained by the best in the world. Um, and they literally, you, they lose so much weight so quickly, but it's all they're doing. They're training for about eight hours a day. Um, and then at the end of each week, they get a weigh-in. So they get weighed in on TV. And the reason it's called The Biggest Loser is because you have to be the person that loses the most amount of weight. But they lose weight so quickly that I just, I love watching them go from like wobble, 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 wobble. Oh and then gosh. they just suddenly, like, no, because the, the TV sets it up like this. The TV sets it up. They'll have them, poor them. I do feel sorry for them. They hate it. They don't want to do this. They make them take their tops off and run. It's really weird, The Biggest Loser. Like, I, I remember watching it because you and mum were into it for ages. And I remember watching it and just being mm. like, I'm not, I get it. It's entertainment, but it's so damaging. It's so damaging. It's so negative and it's so toxic. Yeah, and now so you toxic. would not be able to do it. You couldn't get yeah. away with it now. Like you just couldn't. Um, but back then it was such a big thing. And they did something ridiculous, like about 20 series, um, American and Australian. I know England did it for like two series. It didn't work. But it it's so entertaining. To, not entertaining. I think what it is, is it's because they're there for something like 10 weeks, I think it is. And they will go from so obese that they are, they're on death's door. Like they are really ill. They, you know, they've got type two diabetes. They're this that, and the other. They leave, and they are they weigh less than we do. They like God. they will go. That's not good for you and, to do that. No, to go that quickly. Mm. But just watching it happen, I. I'm amazed by it. I, I know that they're working out for eight hours a day. And I was listening the other day. They were ranging from sort of 1,200 to 1,500 calories a day. And these are grown men. And they're working out eight hours a day. So you can see why they're dropping the weight. But I'm addicted. So, yeah, I sit there with my bag of, like, lemon cheesecake Sainsbury's cookies. And I watch them run on the treadmill and do challenges. So that's why I'm not dating. I like the whole... I mean, mine's very different to yours. I watch dogs getting groomed. <laughs> Not like in a paedophile paedophil way, but in like a... We're getting them like... They look all like bushy and like muddy. I was like, hey, dog, I'll give you some sweets <laughs> if you want to come with me. <laughs> I, we literally... Me and Aidan had this discussion the other night because we are particularly obsessed with... There is a YouTube channel called Mocha Milk. And we are Mo obsessed. Sorry, what... Mocha, mocha milk mocha milk so like the coffee right, okay. and then like the dairy product that i don't drink mocha milk mm -hmm. and it's two dogs it's a samiad and a pomeranian oh. and we genuinely every night without fail watch a 10 minute video of a day in the life of mocha milk okay and the <laughs> other night i just laid there and i said to aiden i was like do you think this is really weird that, like, we're just watching someone's random dog? And he was like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, but like, it is. But it's great. And um, I love watching when they do, like, little trips to the groomers. And you see them going from, like, this bushy mess to, like, beautiful. And it's like, oh. So kind of similar to yours with, like, the obese situation. But yeah, I like the same thing. The fluffy dogs. 
But no, so that's what I haven't been dating because I've been watching The Biggest Loser and eating cookies. And I, I'm okay. going to turn into The Biggest Loser. I am just the biggest loser of life because I'm not, I, I'm not, I need to have a word with myself. I swear though, you do this and you go, I'm not dating anyone. I'm not seeing it. I'm not on any apps, I promise. And then I'll hang out with you for five minutes and see a little Tinder like notification pop up. Or you'll get a WhatsApp and it will say like, Jeremy Hinge. And I'm like, of course she is. I know she is. <laughs> no, genuinely not. I haven't. I haven't been out. I'm a hermit. That's fair. I am an actual hermit. So if anyone out there, let's put it out there. If anyone is out there who's uh fancies taking me out on a date and you are, you know, more sort of stable than I am, um, you know, I mean, men- mentally you're good. You haven't just got out of prison or anything. But we don't judge. Not judging. It's just that, you know, that's just not my bag. So send me a message. Let's go out. I mean, Boom. this, this isn't go. Kelly's dating website. It's a podcast. I mean. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> just massively going back to gig life. Yeah. Something I'm a little bit pissed off at at the world. Okay, here we go. I am a vegetarian, okay? I've been a vegetarian since I was 16. Didn't know that. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> the world has changed, right? Like, in the last 10 years, being like a veggie or a vegan is very kind of fashionable and popular, Okay. Mm-hmm. There are so many ranges of things you can eat now as a vegetarian. There are so many different substitutes. Life's great. Woohoo. So service stations across the world, a veggie samosa is not a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> sort your shit out because we like when I'm gigging all the time and touring, I live in service stations. That's just what you do. And obviously it's going to be late at night. Only thing that's open is the petrol station itself. And the only thing they have, they'll have like the meal deal and they'll be like snack, main, mm-hmm. drink. The mains, g- genuinely, is a fucking veggie samosa. <laughs> it's not a main, guys. A, not a main. When is that ever a main? Who goes to a curry house and is like, oh, I have a veggie samosa from my main. Not a main. <laughs> what would you suggest they had? Falafel. Or like, <laughs> isn't that the same as a samosa? Just it's round and no. a samosa's triangle. <laughs> no, a falafel has chickpeas and spices and some herbs. That's a samosa. No, samosas are like a deep fried pastry treat. Let's be honest, okay? No, not I. I'm talking. Like, come on, service stations, do better. Have some like I don't know grilled tofu. With like, oh, a bit of salad in it. Oh, nice, nice. Maybe that have sounds like, like vom in my mouth. Or like a jackfruit. <laughs> How, jackfruit's very tasty. What about some jackfruit? Or, or like you can buy like rawsoms, which are like my favourite feeds, which is just like chicken nuggets, but in the shape of a dinosaur. And Shaped soy. as a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can also get unicorns, but I like the dinos. No, you, you can't. You can. Unicorn. Unicorn. Chicken substitutes. Yeah, well, they you we don't have any in the house. Otherwise, I'd go get them. Um, because we're a demo. They sound magical. They're great. You could cook your rawsoms and then put them in some silver foil and just snack on those. Get some hummus, stick them in there. Mm-hmm. I could do. I could do, but that means me remembering milk to do prepping. That. Yes, yes, just and you buy do not remember anything. Anything. Hence, hence why I end up eating a bag of fucking Maltesers. So you had no auditions, no nothing. You're not famous yet. I just 
No, not yet. I've had nada, nothing. Um, what have I done? So I've just, I've been working my real job. Um, so uh, teaching fitness, which actually I love doing. I love yelling at people. It's just fun. And, and actually it's my stage when I go and I put my head mic on, kind of pretend I'm Madonna back in the day um, and just scream at people. So I've been doing that. I, I feel like I'm losing track of days at the moment. I don't know yeah. whether I'm coming or going. Um, I did have to do some stuff the other day. Um, oh, yeah, again, I helped you with this. For this thing that we can't talk about. Guys, I'm so sorry because I hate those wankers. I hate really them. Annoying. Like, oh, big news. Can't talk about it, though. Can't, My favourite thing you, is, though, when we, did, when we did the gig the other day and we were talking about it and one of the girls was like, oh, can you can you tell us what it is and you were like no but i'm gonna so and then <laughs> we literally just spoke about it for five hours and i was just like yeah yeah this is life. This is life all the questions all the questions yeah. uh but when it does when it is news when it can come out we will have full disclosure and you will know everything firsthand from me but i did have to do some bits for that so i feel like it's yeah. getting nearer to the time when we can talk about it uh so i did that um but yeah like it's been i i'm quite disappointed with myself at how Hi. boring my life has become lately just i feel lately i'm just i'm kind of just that duck you know that sits on the pond just sits there and looks at the world passing it by because you're not doing anything except but ducks are well cookies. happy yeah no i'm happy but I've got no news, and I always, always have the news. Is that why you kind of tried to out mine and Aiden's news? Yes. Yeah. Which right. I did yeah. the other day, and I'm so sorry yeah. because you two have got some very exciting news, both of you, and me being me, I got very excited because um, we all do love each other, even though we take the piss out of each other all the time. We love each other, and so when I heard the good news, I got so excited, and I did a little post and was like, "I'm so proud of these <laughs> two fuckers. I'm so proud of them. They're so like, smashing I'm so proud, and they haven't even signed their contracts. So they were like, "Dude, you need to." take this down and I was like oh shit <laughs> and literally me and Aiden were sat there and I just got this notification and I was like what the fuck is this and I was like cow no and I just I said she was like it'd be the same as like me outing what we can't talk about with you and I was just like it's lovely lovely that you're proud but also I'm not allowed to say anything I know and I hadn't even thought about it. But I know this because it, it happens all the time. If we ever get booked for jobs, the first thing we always say to mum and dad is, guys, don't put it on socials. I've got it. it. Do not tell anyone. Don't put it on social media because you can't. And it's the first thing we always have to say because they're always so proud that they want to share the news. Oh. And I did exactly what we tell them not to do. But like yeah. in, in actual like genuine like being serious now, it is so annoying when like you get told something and you do you get something that you've worked hard for and you're like oh sick and then you can't tell people about it for instance when Aiden got Les Mis they literally they didn't announce the new cast until his first day of rehearsals oh <laughs> and like we knew for like four months before this and obviously all of our like close family and like friends knew but people mm -hmm. be like oh how's it going for Aiden and we'd be like yeah, just auditioning, you know, carrying on. We gave up our flat because um, it was it was quite expensive, and obviously Aiden was going to be touring the UK, so there's no fucking point paying all this money 
when neither of us are going to be there because I was also about to do a tour with my band and I was just like oh there's no point um so we gave up the flat and I had so many of my mates be like oh my god have you and Aiden broken up like why why are you getting rid of your flat and I was just like no uh, don't tell anyone but and you're just saying it's so uh, shit the problem that we have we had though is that we've had it so many times where we've been offered a job okay I remember I don't know if you remember this years ago I got offered this big commercial and it wasn't just one it was a range of commercials for this huge phone company not going to mention any names um and it was going to be big money and it was lovely and it was back then commercials were enough money that you could outrightly buy a house we're talking big money so I was very excited and literally I went off on Friday got the job so I told everyone because I was in my teens I was so excited and Monday I got an email yeah. saying really sorry the clients dropped out we've gone down a completely different route it's now can be completely animated and I lost that job overnight it how many times do you hear people like doing films and like oh yeah they cut my scenes like that's it's just yeah. you never know you never know you're, you're watching it and you go there my scenes coming up my scenes coming up oh no it's not guess what it's on the cutting room floor yeah it's still fine. got paid for it still got the credit but I'm not there and yeah. it's so embarrassing and so you can't tell people no. you literally can't and this thing that I've done, I've signed a non-disclosure. I cannot tell people about it. Yeah. But you go, oh, but I'm so excited and I want to tell people about it because I've worked hard and I've done this and I've done that. Yeah. But you can't. But it's like, just going back to that, like, <sighs> you really don't want to jinx anything. Like, I know a lot of people have different no. things with, like, oh, they won't say about even having an audition yet. For instance, my one of my best mates, Katie Bradley, she was in Pretty Woman, the original cast. And... None of us knew she was auditioning for it, but she was on a cruise. She was like um, helping out on a cruise and she flew back from the cruise and we were all like, what? Like for 24 hours and it was for her final. But obviously she didn't tell anyone. So we were just like, what the fuck is going Mm on? And then like, I remember going for a coffee and she was like, I got pretty woman. And I was like, what? What? Hold on. When did you audition for it? And it's the same with like, obviously Jode, who was on last week. Um, When she got Blanche in Bonnie and Clyde, we were went for a dog walk and she was like, oh, I've got something to tell you. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, I got Blanche. And obviously I knew she really wanted that, but I didn't even know she was being seen for it because it's yeah. just how people go. And like me and Aiden are very similar in that. We don't tell about anything. Yeah. Like it's very much like, no, it, it might happen, it might not. But when I, so I did a musical with David Hasselhoff years and years ago. Um, which good was, old Hoffmeister. Good old Hoff. Jokes show, brilliant. But I didn't tell... Some people stand. Sorry, I had to. It's fine, it's fine. A lot of people do. Um, But I didn't tell anyone. Like, I didn't tell a single person. Ever. And Dad outed me. He put... um, (laughs) I don't know why he was at the Hexagon in Reading, our local um, theatre. And we went there with Last Night DJ, the musical. And there was one of them big banners that obviously said, Last Mm -hmm. Night DJ, coming here. And it had, like, my name on it. And Dad took a photo of it and sent it round people. And then Mum put it on Facebook. And I was on tour at the time. And literally people were like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're in Blackpool just in rehearsals. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, it is actually happening. I can tell people. Yeah, because until you step on that stage, you're still thinking they're going to take it off me. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's every chance know. they're going to take it off me. 
yeah. I didn't. I barely told anyone when I did EastEnders. And even when we sat there and we were watching it, I, on the edge of my seat, was thinking, they could cut this. They could cut this. Well, yeah, because like, they can. And yeah. The, the, yeah, the amount of people that messaged me after and were like, why didn't you tell me? One of my best friends got really upset because she was like, why didn't yeah. you tell me? I turned on the TV and there you were. And I, I said, it wasn't about you, like, without being horrible. <laughs> if this isn't to do with you or our friendship. This is to do with the fact that they could cut me could. and I don't want to look like a dick. Yeah, because it is, it's that whole thing of like, because obviously in our industry, people tend to lie sometimes or over-exaggerate. Tend to lie, a little porky pie here and sometimes. there. Sometimes, and you don't want to be that person that's like, oh my God, guys, this has happened. And then it doesn't. And you kind of go, oh, <laughs> I swear it did. Do you want to see the email? I promise, I promise. Um, but it was even just talking of outing, because re- I am really shit with doing the whole like, so I beat them announce because I just, oh, I hate it. But mm-hmm. my first record deal, so I did a song oh. with Billy the Kid and Joel Corey, and it was like my first. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. She knows what I'm going to say. Sorry. Um, it was my first big moment and like we'd had um this amazing time at mum and dad's on a sunday of like celebrating we popped a bottle of champagne it was huge it was a huge deal and i went back to london and kelly i just got this like message from one of my friends rachel and she was like why the hell didn't you tell us and i was like tell you what and she was like and she got a bit annoyed with me and i was like i I don't know what you're on about i then started getting all these notifications and i was like what the fuck is happening Kelly had posted on Instagram, so happy to announce my sister has signed with da, da, da. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, sorry, everybody, I didn't tell you. But the thing, it was the same reason. Like, I'd signed the contract. The song was going mm-hmm. out. We'd done the photo shoot. Everything was in motion. But my brain went, yeah, but at any point, like, they, they, could pull it. they could pull it or go, it flopped. Nothing happened. Or no radio picked it up. I didn't tell anybody because I was like yeah well I've been here before like this could all go to tits so yeah and then steps in Kelly and she tells the world <laughs> Kelly outed me so if you ever want to know what's going on with me check Kelly's Instagram because <laughs> I'll, I'll tell everyone I don't put anything up um I'll tell everyone yeah it's a funny old it's a funny old life we lead funny old days I know it's just me being proud it's just being proud you know if I didn't post then you would be like, oh, selfish bint. But just wait for me to do it, which I probably won't. I know. I'm just, fun. I'm an oversharer. I'm an oversharer. It's, it goes with all elements of my life. I'm an oversharer. But it is funny because you're so right. People do get annoyed. Like people go like, why didn't you tell me? Or and it's like, well, because to be honest, I yeah. also don't want the embarrassment of like people going, how did your audition go? And you go, well, if I got it, you'd know. Do you know I mean, like, yeah, it's right. Like, I hate ah! that question. Have you have you heard yet? Yeah, I've heard yet. I got it, which is why exactly why I told you. <laughs> which is exactly why I'm living in my I'm... mansion. And... <laughs> yes, and I'm driving around in my car that doesn't break down every five minutes because I got the fucking job. It's like you'll you'll if... know you'll know if if I got it, I will be <laughs> screaming to the it. heavens. If I didn't get it, I'll be crying t- on the phone to you. So you'll know either way. Don't ask. <laughs> I have a surprise for you. Go for it. I don't think you're ready for this. So obviously, last week, um, Jodie Steele came on. Oh, big up for Jodie. Big up, Jodie. I've had a few messages from people. 
okay. I have been sent this. Hello, Natalie. Hello, Kelly. Hope you're both well. Um, my fun addition story. I've given you, Nat, some of the context this already, but for all the lovely peeps who might be about to share my embarrassment, um, yeah, when I got out of drama school, I um, studied in MT, but after the course that I was doing that branded itself very much as like, this is the acting course for singers. And I came up being like, oh, this acting thing's great. I want to do some acting. So I signed with an agent <laughs> who um, doesn't really work in MT, but works with actors, but also worked <laughs> with, and perhaps more so than the former, models, as I later went on to discover. And so I'd been with him for like about a year and got the odd little sort of addition here and there, sort of local and touring pantos and um, little plays here and there, nothing like major and we were having a meeting uh, about a year in he was like have you ever thought about modeling and i honestly had not um and he was like you you know you could you could do some modeling and i was like oh could i and you know in that way you're a fresh grad and you just sort of you take everything at face value and you know you're like well i mean this guy he obviously he represents models so he must know and you know he thinks i could be a model that must mean i'm on some level i'm attractive that makes my ego feel good and so you're like sure yeah hey i'll, I'll try anything why not so when i went next to have like some headshots done we also got some like modeling shots done which fortunately were not like full on nude or like in pants or anything like that but just really wanky, like, I mean, model poses. Um, huge apologies to anyone listening who happens to be in this industry. Not that your industry is wanky, but me trying to be in it is wanky. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's one particular one I remember where I was wearing like a V-neck jumper and just like my head was at this weird sort of like 45 degree angle and my mouth was slightly parted. And I'm just like, what am I doing here? I feel like such a poser in every sense of the word. Um, so I got these done, and then they were put into like this little mock-up card, which is essentially like a CV, but I think is it called like a Z card or a V card? I forget, but it's basically got a bunch of your modeling photos, um, as well as your details and agent, blah, blah. Um, and I get an addition through, um, and it's, in, it's being cast in like the, the fashion models, um, or rather the designer's uh, apartment i can't remember his name but it was like a not like a household fashion name but sort of like has got a store in london like up and coming um <laughs> i think it was in like canary wharf or something this place anyway so i get up there i've dressed up all bougie i think i was in like what was it in like chinos like a plain white tee and like a jacket it's very like retro chic is what i was going for um and i get up there and i hand over this little card z card and he's sort of looking through and the assistant's like mm, yeah, mm, 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 making some noises um and then uh, the designer just says great well whenever you're ready i go um mm -hmm, yeah and i'm sort of looking a bit confused around the flat which i think he clocks he's like oh feel feel free to use the carpet and so that's uh the, the carpet it's like yeah for, for your runway so, oh yeah, of course, of course, for my <laughs> runway, yes, of course. Um, I mean, probably should have chatted to my agent about what to expect going in. Maybe I did. Certainly isn't memorable <laughs> if I did. Um, so I'm standing there and he's got one of them long sort of rugs. Um, and uh, apparently that's what I'm to use as my runway. So I think, great, here I go. Never done this before in my life. But I'm like, hey, you've, you've walked before, right? You sort of know how the feet go in front of the other. and. But you just give, you know, your hips a little sway, being like, ooh, come hither, look at me, check me out. And whatever I happen to be wearing, or whoever I happen to be wearing. Um, 
And so I had this idea. So I was like, you know, you're always taught to be memorable in additions. <laughs> so, you know that, that little basic dance move that you do when you want to execute a turn? Because in my head, I was like, well, the, the starring moment is when you're at the top of the runway, isn't it? The walk's all fine and dandy, but when you get to the top, you've got to stand there for a little bit, you got to look the part, give people the eyes, and then I was like, then there's a turn, isn't there? And then they walk back. So I was like, I don't know how to model, but I've done a turn or two in my time. So you know that little basic dance move where you just, you cross one foot in front of the other, and then you uncross yourself, and in so doing, turn your whole body around. A little step over, swivel. In my head, it was going to look sublime to quote Ryan Gosling. Um, and I did manage to execute what I thought was quite a swish turn. What I hadn't accounted for was the surface on which I was standing. And as well as me, the whole carpet turned with me as I unswiveled my feet and then crossed them to at least 90 degrees. Didn't quite go the full 180, but like was now on this weird diagonal in this poor designer's living room. And I just wanted to carry on walking down the runway. I just wanted to carry on out the door. I was like, oh my God, what am I doing here? I hate my life. Um, and I think it was just that really embarrassing, like, okay, yep, thank you, we'll be in touch. I was like, oh, yep, look forward to that call, great, okay, thanks very much, bye. Um, safe to say, that was the start and the end of my modelling career. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's Connor going. It's Connor going. It's Connor going. Guys, this is Connor going. He is oh. original cast of Choir of Man. If oh. you haven't seen him or you've heard that soundtrack, <laughs> which Aiden's on as well, by the way, Connor going is one of the most talented little fuckers you'll ever come across in your life. So the fact that he went to a catwalk modeling <laughs> casting <laughs> and then he turned. <laughs> Took a little pencil I'm turn. dying. He messaged me I'm the dying. other day and he was like, Oh, babe, seen your podcast. And he went, I've ever told you about the time I tried to be a model. <laughs> and I was like, No. And um, he literally sent it to me this morning and I was like, Crying. Because if you know Connor, he's so like, he's just so very liberal. He's very open. Like, you could literally. He's lovely. He's brilliant. He's the kind of guy that you'll be like, Connor, you're auditioning for the role of head chicken. And you're going to need to make up your own, like, language. And it's going to be interpretive dance. Go. And he would do it with a smile. And he would do it fucking fabulous. So when he was like, oh, yeah, model. I was like, you can, I need to know every detail here. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I thought I thought you'd appreciate that. That's just. Oh, I love that surprise. <laughs> Round of applause, Connor. Connor, what a little legend. Thank you, Connor, so much. Thank you, um, Connor. We love you. Connor. It, oh, his yeah. voice. Go check out Connor. Um, he's brill. Round of applause for Connor going. Love Legend. that. Love that. And your Thank your you. modelling career, it could still take off. Absolutely. I'll, I'd book you. you as a model. Me too. Yeah. Any day of the week. And I mean, I haven't got carpet, but I would get carpet just to see you twist turn here. Oh, it's my fucking favourite thing. Um, so yeah, that's our audition story of the week. Feel free if you would like to send us any. Um, I've got so many mates that have sent me bits. So uh, we'll try and get some more for you. And, uh, we'll get through those. That's this week's episode of I <gasps> Got a Real Job. I uh, did you get a real job though? No, mate, I can't. I've got absolutely no, 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 skills. no, no. no got, let's not get real jobs. I've got no skills. Thank you so much for listening, as always, guys. Thank you. Peace oh. out. A town. A town. Down. See you later. Bye. Mwah. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.